0: Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Cimbala. Buenos dias! Hola, como le va? Todo marchando bien? Gracias, Señor. Dios es bueno, ¿sí? God is good. By the way, somebody sent me a letter. I I have to get it. I didn't bring it for this taping. How the Amish say good morning to each other. I got to get that for you so we can greet each other Amish style. We're reading in 1 Samuel, the 27th chapter. David has made a decision to go to the Philistines. By the way, in Scripture, just because someone does something who happens to belong to God, doesn't mean that God ordained that or approved of it. Comprende? No comprende. When David ended up going to the Philistines to hide in another time, and then he had to hide who he was, and he acted like a crazy person, and he was drooling and drawing on the walls with crayons, Crayola, the big box, maybe God wasn't in that. Because God says yes to some moves and then no to others. In the first chapter of Acts, when instead of waiting for God's decision and selection, the 11 disciples we got to get back to 12. We lost Judas. Let's draw lots. And they drew lots, never to be repeated again in the New Testament, but before the Spirit came. Why not get filled with the Spirit like Jesus said? Wait in Jerusalem, and you'll be endued with power. And then find out what God wants to do with that missing slot. Doesn't mean God ordained that. Many commentators believe they were out of line when they did that. Now we read this about David. Doesn't it sound a little sketchy to you? He didn't seek the Lord. He didn't get guidance from God. He just figured, I got to get out of where I was. I can't take it. By the way, a lot of times we're worn down by Satan and circumstances. Some of Satan's temptations are like this, or the way he approaches us, just like this. Pop, pop, just one, two, or boom, a knockout blow. Other times to get us to let down our resistance, it's a steady pressure. I've shown that in church sometimes. I'll have a big, strong, husky guy stand up, and I'll just start leaning against his back with a little of my weight, and then I'll increase it. Well, as I increase my leaning, you find him getting extra strong. You know, he's arching his back. And, of course, if I just keep going all the way, he's likely to tumble over because constant pressure many times breaks us down. If you find that happening today, run to the Lord. Lord, I'm weakening by this constant pressure, these circumstances. I just got off the phone with a minister friend of mine who does missionary work, and he and his wife are in a tiny apartment in another state, and his son and daughter-in-law with two children and one on the way have said, no, we're going to build a house. We can't afford to pay for an apartment waiting for the house. So mom, dad, here we are. And he's wise enough, my this minister, and he said to me, you know, just like pray for me because you know, it's not going to be so easy. Every day, the pressure of all of that. So David and the 600 men with him left and went to Achish, son of Maok, king of Gath. David and his men settled in Gath with Akish. Each man had his family with them, and David had his two wives, Ahanoam of Jezreel and Abigail of Carmel, the widow of, widow of Nabal. When Saul was told that David had fled to Gath, he no longer searched for him. Seems like it's working. Then David said to Achish, if I have found favor in your eyes, let a place be assigned to me in one of the country towns that I may live there. Why should your servant live in the royal city with you? So on that day, Achish gave him sick lag and has belonged to the kings of Judah ever since. David lived in the Philistine territory a year and four months, 16 months. Now David and his men went up and raided the Geshurites, the Gerzites, and the Amalekites. From ancient times, these people had lived in the land extending to Shur and Egypt. Whenever David attacked an area, he did not leave a man or a woman alive, but took sheep and cattle, donkeys and camels and clothes, and then he returned to Akish, And when Akish asked, where did you go raiding today? David would say, against the Negev of Judah, or against the Negev of Jeremiel, or against the Negev of the Canaanites. He did not leave a man or woman alive to be brought to Gath, for he thought they might inform on us and say, this is what David did. And such was his practice, as long as he lived in Philistine territory. I don't know. What do you think? He's wiping out people. I don't see that the Lord told him to do that. He's wiping out everyone, and he's so proud of it, he has to lie for political reasons and personal safety reasons to King Achish of the Philistines. Many places in the Bible tell us that when you make a bad step and are not led by the Lord, it usually doesn't stop there. One wrong misstep, one proud, I know what to do, leads to another not-so-hot decision. And next thing you know, you could be in the soup. I can be in the soup. Oh, how much better to walk under totally cloud of God's glory and His direction. I know, but it looks—it doesn't matter how it looks— If you're being led by God, would he lead you into a black hole and let us drop into it? Could something happen against his will? The story is told in the New Testament that Paul wanted to be led by the Spirit everywhere he went. That's the place to be. It's the safest, the best. The blessing of God will be on you. I know, but it looks better on the other side. It might be better even with money and ease, but it'll come back to bite you and me. You can't out be wiser than God. You you can't be smarter than God. Today, today, let's give ourselves to the Lord and say, God, where you lead me, I will follow. On little decisions and big ones. Where you lead, I will follow. Because I'd rather be with you alone facing an army than on my own without your protection. Let's pray that way today. See you tomorrow.